stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Okay, well, it is uh, almost the municipal election, and under Alberta's legislation, it is uh, the same everywhere in Alberta. October 16th, that means Calgarians go to the polls, Edmontonians go to the polls, Red Deerians, is that right? I don't know. They go to the polls, everybody does. So, uh, obviously, each community has its own issues, its own candidates, and typically, we don't really pay attention to what's going on elsewhere. Here in Calgary, we're focused on the mayoral race, the race for city council, and these local issues. But I want to spend a bit of time talking about what's going on up in Edmonton because it is a wild, wild story. (laughs) Let's put it this way. There was someone running for mayor in Edmonton who may not exist or may, in fact, actually be somebody who's running for city council under a different name. What is going on? Well, Paula Simons has a, a delightful overview of this whole weird mystery in today's Edmonton Journal, edmontonjournal.com, and she joins us on the line here this afternoon. Paula, how are you? I'm very well, Rob. How are you guys in Calgary? Uh-huh. Did, your, did your snow all melt? It did, yes. I'm so- sorry about the game last night. <laughs> that was quite something, though, wasn't it? <laughs> sorry. We're, you know, uh, and I have to say, we are having, unlike you guys, we're having up until up until yesterday, what has been a complete snooze of a mayoral election because Don Iveson, the incumbent, doesn't have a, a, a challenger of gravitas, shall right. we say, up against it. Right, and and certainly, yeah. And then she's going for a third term. He's he's facing some tough competition this time. But um, one of the people running for mayor in Edmonton, one of those uh, less serious challenges, shall we say, is a fellow by the name of uh, Henry Mack, M A K. Uh, Paula, what do we need to know about Henry Mack? What do we know about Henry Mack? Well, here's the thing that was weird. Henry Mack is running for city council. Now, usually when you run, you know, to be mayor or for a council position, you want media attention. But Mr. Mack is the most reclusive candidate in history. Uh, He has not attended a single mayoral forum. He hasn't granted a single interview. He hasn't allowed anybody to take his photograph. And on his own campaign literature, his pictures don't appear. Would appear instead are the pictures of a man named George Chungyan Lam, who's running for school board. And they are sort of presenting themselves as running as a slate. They call their slate Nassau City, which is not to do with space. But Nassau stands for Need Another Seven Older Women, which is not a title we use in Edmonton. And it's got pictures of, of hot babes in yeah. tank tops. Um, I guess, to demonstrate what they would like city councilors to look like. And then, you know, a whole series of of campaign proposals that range from the, you know, from the, you know, from the reasonable to the completely, uh, completely nutty. Um, They're concerned that Don Iveson is that the communist blood in his veins is leading us to a police state. So the problem was that no one had seen Mr. Mack. No one had seen hide in your hair of Mr. Mack, and instead, Mr. Lamb, his running mate for school, who's on running for school board, kept appearing at events in Mr. Mack's place. He would sit at the table at the forum with the sign that said Henry Mack in front of him, and he would uh, hold himself out to be Mr. Mack's agent and speaking on behalf of Mr. Mack, which then created a whole Twitter conspiracy theory that maybe they were the same person. Right. <laughs> because nobody had 
seen Mr. Mack. And uh, Mr. Lamb was very indignant and said, of course, I'm not Mr. Mack. And he gave reporters a phone number that he said was uh, Henry Mack's phone number. But whenever any of us called there, that person would just hang up. So it was pretty hard to prove that there was a different other person uh, to the extent that there was a most unprecedented press conference at Edmonton City Hall yesterday where the uh, chief uh, returning officer had a press conference and said, but wouldn't say whether they were two different people. All she would say is, that, well, their, their nomination papers were filled out properly and duly notarized, but that since no one had seen the two of them together, um, the city wasn't prepared to say that they were two different people. So it was just getting weirder and weirder, and so I asked if I could see the nomination papers. And this is an odd thing, too, because under provincial legislation, you can't take photographs of the nomination papers, nor are you allowed to take any notes on paper. So I couldn't look at the nominations and then make little, you know, ed memoir notes in my notebook. I had to look at them and memorize them to the best of my ability. And so I memorized the name uh, I'm not even sure I was allowed to do that, but I, uh, I memorized the name of the notary public, the lawyer who had notarized Mr. Mack's documents, and was able to reach him uh, late yesterday afternoon, and he assured me that Henry Mack was a real person, and that he was not George Lamb. But, of course, I still didn't have any sort of independent proof with my own eyes, because they'd refused to meet with me together so that I could see them both at the same time. Uh, what I did find was a picture of uh, another man in our, in our Merlin system, our, our photo library, um, who had run for city council 10 years ago. And his name was Shu Wing Mac. Uh, and we had photos of him. He posed for them quite happily back then. Um, and I knew that, uh, that there was a, a story going around that Henry Mack had run for city council before. There was no evidence of that. But there was this shoeing Mac, so I included his photograph in my column and said, you know, could this possibly be Henry Mac? And now I'm hearing from people who say, yes, they've seen this man at at forums handing out pamphlets. Um, and finally, uh, just to, as the, to put the icing on the cake here, George Lamb called me this morning um, and said in response to my column that yes, shoeing Mac was indeed Henry Mac. So uh, I think I have found who Henry Mac is. I still don't understand why he's refusing. I mean, he's going to the forums, apparently, but not sitting in the chair. <laughs> really? So you, you, you think you found him. So it does not appear as though this, this George Lamb and, and Henry Mack are, are the same person. Well, no, I mean, this is, I understand why people thought that, because Lamb is showing up at forums and sitting in the chair and sitting in front of the sign, you know, sitting behind the sign that says Henry Mack. So people were posting the pictures of, the, of, you know, George Lamb from his website and George Lamb from the forums and saying, well, Henry Mack and George Lamb are the same person. I don't actually think they are anymore. When I started, when I started my column research yesterday, I was pretty sure they were the same person. But I think I have now proved to my own satisfaction, at least, that there are two different people. I still don't understand. You know, when I asked why Mr. Mack is refusing to attend forums in his own name, and why he's refusing to let his picture show on any of the campaign materials. Um, Mr. Lamb told me that Mr. Mack is scared for his safety, and that's why he doesn't want his picture shown anywhere. Um, so, 
let's say, wild hypothetical here, Paula Simons, that, that uh, with all of this attention that, that he, he um, pulls off the upset and becomes Edmonton's <laughs> new mayor in a couple um, of weeks, well, then well, what? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, um, uh, there, are, there are 12 candidates running against uh, Don Iveson. So the idea that all of the anti-Iveson votes would coalesce behind Henry Mack, I mean, I guess it's possible in in a world in which people vote to name a boat boating mcboatface yes. that everybody could decide just for kicks and giggles that they're going to vote for henry mack i don't know if he'd show up at city hall <laughs> i don't know if he'd go to council meetings it's just you know it's i i, I had a lot of fun writing a fairly lighthearted column that kind of laid out my detective story but it does speak to a a serious debate that I think we need to have about whether or not it's too easy for fringe candidates to run. Right now, under provincial legislation, which governs all local elections, if you're running for mayor, you need to collect 100 signatures. Well, that's not a lot of signatures. No. Uh, you know, uh, and no city like Edmonton or Calgary or Red Deer, they can't change that. Uh, it would They would have to wait until the province amends uh, the Local Authorities Elections Act to to raise the bar. There's the question of a deposit here in Edmonton. I don't know what it is in Calgary. Here in Edmonton, you have to pay a $100 deposit to run for city council or a $500 deposit to run for mayor. Um, the most the city could raise it to under provincial law is $1,000. $1,000 is, you know, starting to get prohibitive for a city council or a school board candidate. But I don't know that $1,000 to run for mayor. Uh, I mean, if you're a serious candidate, it's going to cost you considerably more than that. You know, there, there is an argument that you, you don't, what you don't want to exclude are the sort of the activist candidates, people who really mm-hmm. aren't going to run, but who are serious, legitimate political actors who run for mayor so that they can get voice for their platform. Right. Uh, you know, we have one of one of the uh, people running against uh, Don Iveson here is Taz Boucher, who's a respected uh, First Nations elder and community leader. So she's not a she's not a flake or a wingnut. She's not going to win, but she's running to get ex- you know to get more exposure for the issues uh, affecting Indigenous people, particularly Indigenous women. I mean, I think that's a perfectly legitimate use of a mayoral campaign. So you don't want to exclude people like that necessarily, but, you know, what do you do when you've got people and you have them in Calgary, too, who are just, wacky. you know, wacky, yeah. wacky. Um, uh, you know, Edmonton had a very rough weekend with the um, alleged terrorist attack here and then the news that, uh, um, you know, two of the victims from Las Vegas are from the you know, Edmonton, northern Alberta area. So I thought that I needed a break from writing those stories, and my readers did too. So I had some fun at the expense of Mr. Mack and Mr. Lamb. Um, and, you know, it, it, does, it does speak to this more serious issue. It's pretty hard to get people engaged in an election campaign when they have to wade through the fringe candidates in order to get to the people that they should to whom they should give some serious consideration. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, well, folks, and read your piece and, and all the latest on this at uh, edmontonjournal.com. Paula, thanks as always. Appreciate this. It was delightful. Thanks, Rob. All right. That's uh, Paula Simons, uh, columnist at the Edmonton Journal, edmontonjournal.com. So it's, yeah, quite a little story up there. Uh, so they, they think they found this guy, but isn't that weird? Someone who is 
put down the, the money, which maybe is not a lot, got the signatures, set up a website, he's running for mayor. People don't even know if he, if he exists, does not come to any of the forms, or at least is not sitting in the chair that's allocated for him. You cannot find a picture of him anywhere on his website. You can find all kinds of stock photos of women. <laughs> and, yeah, so actually, producer Andrea sent this, this Henry Mack an email. Uh, just, you know, for kicks, just to see if we'd get a response. And... So I forget the first part of it, but the email address was whatever, Henry or whatever, at nasa.city. And yeah, that's the website. NASA City needs another seven older women. What does that even mean? Nobody has any idea. If you want to see it, you can go to nasa.city. Uh, yeah, it's mostly safe for work. Yeah, I think you're, you're okay. It looks all right. Uh, so it's just weird. So yeah, you want see any photos of the actual candidate anywhere. So, yeah, I think most people would see that. And, yeah, okay, this guy's a little bit out there. Moving on. But that's the thing, as Paula says, in a municipal election, you don't know. you got the list of names. And unless you automatically and instantly recognize one of the names, you don't really know. Well, who is this person? What do they stand for? Are they serious? Are they not serious? It's, it's not immediately obvious. And it makes it difficult to sort through. And I, I think it does lead to some disengagement. In municipal elections and it gets back and we had the conversation yesterday would would we entertain the idea of parties or established slates in municipal elections where at least you have some idea right out of the gate of who the person is right so if you're, you're getting set to vote who are the candidates for mayor well there's uh so and so he's the mayoral representative the mayoral candidate for the calgary conservative coalition so okay well i've heard of them I kind of have an idea of where they stand. Okay, that, that's at least the starting point. Maybe we need something like that. I don't know. Maybe Paula says we just need to make it harder to run for mayor. Maybe that would weed out some of the weirdos. Ultimately, though, it's a democracy. Anyone should be able to, to run for public office. So how hard do you make it? How high do you set that bar? Our number here, 974-8255. That's 974-TALK. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.